I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 58. My name is Stevie Kicks, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, successfully back from his septic excavation, he actually found a jet fighter. (laughs) It's Brian Cook. Found the jet fighter that the U.S. (laughs) Air Force lost. <laughs> Found it in my backyard with the crypt keeper. And a poop mummy. Why, what, did, what did the jet sound like? <laughs> it sounded like, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to have to explain that. <laughs> yep. If you can find that video, two points. What those two points get you, I don't know. Oh my What's up, man? How's, how's, uh, how you been? Are you, you doing good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I've just been hunting a bunch. So, um, and then, yeah, septic tank uh, <laughs> is having some issues right now. So, had to do some <sighs> digging, wait for some people to come tomorrow. And blah, blah, blah. So, are you just holding it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's um, <laughs> if anyone, if anyone knows about a septic, septic tank, septic he, tank he Amazon, the Amazon depends on our garments. Yes. He's just, it, well, it's the, not the super full is yet. fine. Yeah, that's empty. It's the liquid side. So the pump is not pumping out the liquid side. It smells great. It's awesome. You lift the lid and uh, you take a whiff. Uh, uh, <sighs> refreshing. I don't know why. Or maybe I don't uh, turn my light down too. Uh, really weird in this light. Do not do that. <laughs> I can just. Looks I can like just see you like. I can tank. just picture you like in your robe, with like. You're like emptying it out with the hose, <laughs> just like the Griswolds. Poopers full. I did that a couple of Halloween's ago. I believe I posted it on Instagram. Search back. It was hilarious. You did do that. I would. Fun fact, real quick. Fun fact that was we were in a family neighborhood and we had lots of families, little kids coming up, and I was standing on the corner with the hose, with a bush beer in my hand and a big cigar out of my mouth, and kids would come up and I'd go. Christmas, and the little kids would be all, what? "It's Halloween, dude! What are you talking about?" And then the parents would come around the corner and go, "Shitter's full!" And I would be like, "I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> I was trying not to curse." Oh man, he wants the negotiations to succeed and these strikes to be over already, so he can finally get back to work. John Rodriguez, what's up, bud? <laughs> hey uh uh yeah I, I i'd like the strikes to be over so we could all get back to work all, all the people that, that septic tank strikers yeah they need working. to fix that so they can fix this yeah 
and the, those guys need to come over and the deer that i go hunting too can, can you get those to come off strike too yeah. <laughs> they're on strike yeah, those guys are they've been on strike ladies so, and gentlemen this is my partner weepy boy santos it's Ramy shanaday <laughs> boy hello, hello what's up man i'm good how are you we're um, good I'm, uh, where are you i am in at a hotel near my office but it's and i needed to be there like four oh. days in a row today or this week so i'm just staying down here you're in the greater orange county smart. area smart smart yep. move i was just hmm. there yesterday we should have met up for lunch thanks for being there um <laughs> TFTI. He was able to track down the custodians of the alien bodies in Mexico. And yes, he can confirm they are made of cake. It's Joe Lara. <laughs> What's up, man? So yummy. Cake aliens are good. I, I figured the first thing that you would do if you found aliens was try and eat eat it. <laughs> Didn't I say, like, as soon as I, sh- I showed it, I want to eat it? Um, It's alien jerky. No big deal. Mm doing well i had um had family that was in town over the weekend so it was kind of busy um and they just left yesterday so it's always chaotic when you're entertaining but it's a good chaos it just changes the daily routine quite a bit so where we eating? I, I have to where yeah we i, I have you know i have certain regiment like things i like to do so i had to adjust but it's fine you know it's not all the time so whatever but now i'm getting back on track so it should be good but then kim's gonna go out of town tomorrow so it's like oh party time kim no damio damio work all day every day (laughs) but doing well doing good good um anybody watch anything uh over the weekend over the week i went and saw the gran turismo movie joe that was sick dude is good dude super fun entertaining entertaining hundred percent music. Yeah. yeah, Hopper killed it in that. I only know him as Hopper. Hopper, dude. So. Stranger Things, Hopper. He survived. Yeah. 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 Mr. Katy Perry. He did a great job too. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Sorry. Wait, are they still together? Uh, oh, I mean, not that I'm concerned with like Hollywood gossip, but <laughs> he was good. Yeah, like but Hopper was. I thought he was married to Elizabeth Swan. Sorry, I'm no, I'm confused. Nope. The kid, the kid was awesome too. I, I great movie. That was it. That was all I watched. Raimi, you watch anything? Um, I'm lucky if I watched Ahsoka this week, which I did actually. So that's you're welcome. That's it. That's all I got. Tap, tap. That's all I got. Oh, we didn't need to talk more about more stuff. I talked a lot already. So talk about something. We didn't talk about. We don't really talk about. How's the football? Really? How's the footy? Not, not much is going on. Oh, footy's yeah. good. Played a lot last week. Played like six Ooh. times in in, the, in seven days. Kind of, kind of, a little too much. Not maybe. against the sprinkler. Uh, I, Dude, is your foot yeah. still like giving you those issues? Oh yeah. Not, not. I, it, there's the toe still hurts a little bit, but it, it's not. You know. I don't know how to explain it. It's not. Wait, like there's a sprinkler in the pitch. Messed up. But I did. Well, no, I no, oh. no, no, no. Here at home, I, I was going to go pick up uh, <laughs> some dog poop and and whacked I, it. I took a diagonal oh. cut uh, on the walkway and I and I, I and thought I you were playing and kicked the sprinkler. I'm like, dude, and, that and, is, yeah, that was, and it's the same horrible. toe that's been messing with me. 
No, no, that would suck. No, no, no. It's I just walked it. I, I had sandals on, so it was like a a, a barefoot moment. But when you kick um, something, it's whatever. the worst, man. It, it, like when yeah. you stub your toe, like <laughs> your bed or something. It. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, that that's pretty much what happened. When you stub but your toe, or do you something? Do you look around like, oh, did anybody see that? Did anybody see that? My son asked me one time. He was like, "Dad, is it okay for boys to cry?" And I was like, "Only when you stub your toe, son." Or if you step on a Lego. (laughs) Oh gosh! You know, there's like a Lego landmine, dude. The kids are putting Legos in my shoes now. Like, are they putting are they putting round bottom studs? They want you to cry. What did you do, Steven? (laughs) Round bottom studs all in your shoe. Round bottom studs. Yeah. Who made that real? It's so good. No one will know. We can't admit to it. <laughs> Joe, I have a question for yeah, you. Yeah, no one did it. No one here, at least. What time do you get up every day to go work out? These are riveting questions. What's that? What time do you get up every day to go work out? Um, I get up at 5, but I have to wake up my bride slowly. Yes. But surely. That's so me. So she can join me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be at the gym by 5.30, but by the time you know she gets situated, we're probably in the gym by 6. Okay. Hour? Hour and a half. I'm trying to get uh, some tips. You got some tips? Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't do a full hour. I used to work out a lot, but um, now 45 minutes or less. Okay. It's super focused. It's not about, for me, it's not about weight anymore because yeah. I'm, I'm introducing another portion. So hybrid, basically I'm running more. So I've been yeah. running a lot, uh. Uh, thinking about doing long distance running. But I also don't want to give up strength training. So mm-hmm. figuring out the diet and all that, but definitely 45 minutes. I hate running. My trainer has me on this treadmill thing that's like this. Have you seen them? Where it's like Mm -hmm. a, it's like a no, it's like a banana. Yeah, helps with your gait. You don't turn it on. Oh, it's yeah. You just get on and you start running. And oh yeah, the if you lean forward, the more you lean (laughs) forward, the faster it goes. Like it's every time I get on it, I'm like, you start running and you're like jogging. You're okay. Let me go a little faster. And the next thing you know, you're you're going full speed and then you're like how, how do i stop and you can't get it to slow down and i asked him when i first did it i'm like dude how many people just get wrecked he's all oh, oh it's not every day people just get wrecked on them because they can't stop and then they just fly <laughs> off the back of it that's why you you have those handlebars so you can lift up yeah. or put your feet on the side yeah. you the have oh, to know yeah yeah, yeah. oh crap bars yeah for but sure i will say you can eject guy, if it doesn't feel bad on the legs I don't get knee no, pain. No, because it's stuff more on. of a yeah. It's more of a running. Yeah, it's much better than a regular treadmill flat. Yeah. There's yeah, like I, no impact. No impact, no, right? No, and that curve. I don't know what it is. It just like feels good. Yeah, like meets your foot on the way down. Yeah, I'd like to get on the early morning wake up and workout tip, but man. Yeah, I run in the morning, and then uh, later on in the afternoon or evening, I'll. I'll Sorry, I work out in the morning lift, and then I'll run at night. Uh, and then Saturday yeah. mornings, I've been doing early morning runs. So mm. I did four miles last Saturday, and I'll probably do it. Oh, you're, on a, you're on a runner's high? <laughs> no, no, I'm old, dude. It hurts. But, uh, I hate running. But I know it's good for me. So. I ran during COVID. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> my, my, my sports therapist buddy who would take <laughs> care of me, he knows all my ailments, and he's like, I don't want you to run. <laughs> I was like, I have to. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, I need to get on that. Have program. you when you guys when you guys run? Do you <clears throat> do you have like specific 
running gear, like workout gear? Like you put the band-aids on your nipples? Uh, Joe don't. has circles cut out on his. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have yeah, these, he, he I have airs these them metal out. Yeah. pieces from JJ Industries Ooh. that are actually for Boba that I put on his Ooh. <laughs> He hooks his jetpack jet on his nipples. Back on the front. <laughs> and takes out. So I have shiny yeah. nipples. But uh, no, I don't do all that. I just have good running shoes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the most really important it. part. It's, yeah. it's, it's shoes and socks. That's key. Shoes I will say. Socks too. Shoes and socks. Socks yeah. for sure. You could you could get some of the uh, the big nozzle energy jersey shorts. Those are comfortable to run in. Or the jersey fanny pack shorts. to hold your phone. Yeah, they, they breathe well. Ooh. Fanny pack for your phone. Is there a, is there uh, a big energy unitard? For Brian's jujitsu, that'd be wrestling, oh. but um, it's the same thing. <laughs> what about a speedo? That's a European swimsuit. John probably wore those in Argentina. Just saying. they give kisses on their cheek in Europe. You know that, right? <laughs> on which cheek? On both. <laughs> Choose one. <laughs> well, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to ref your support for the show. Pick up some big nozzle energy jersey shorts at thedadbatch.com. <laughs> big poppy speedos coming next week. <laughs> this garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, gentlemen, who is working on what so i uh i finally attached a uh what do you call it what kind of uh, speaker is it a transducer speaker yeah to my mando which is a which is a cool thing i, I think i showed it off maybe yeah. a month ago but i actually installed it this time and it, and it adheres to the inside of, of a surface or on a surface and then that surface becomes the speaker and so what's cool is it's super thin low profile which fits nicely inside my helmet and around, you know, the cheeks, your your, per, your physical cheeks, there's room. So it's perfect. It, it doesn't touch or nothing like that. That's where the speaker is. And then I just have like a little tiny mic with a little amp that I gutted. And so I could just put the pieces in there and it fits nice. So now my my Mando has a voice. Now I can talk. There's no clicking like a TK. It's just a pure voice. But it's pretty cool. So doesn't the mic pick up the speaker? No, no. So the speaker, uh, the mic needs to be, uh, it's right up on my lips. So Got you it. can control the volume and, and the yeah. and the gain and all that, but um, but it's level. also directional. So it's not omnidirectional, it's it's yeah. directional. Yeah. And, um, and I have it right on my lips, and I just, it's perfect. So I can move it around, and once it's there, it's not going to move. Hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's a rechargeable battery. Everything fits nice and yeah. snug. I have so much room inside. Yeah, you inspired so, me. That I'm trying to get my my Vader to back to that because I used to have that in my Vader where it's in the chest, and um, that'd be money, dude. Those yeah, speakers but are, the, are loud. I think all the su- tiny, all the sweat and the moisture, um, mm. it made them like fall off and then they fell apart. I never fixed it, and I, I want to go back to it because they're cheap. They're not expensive. They're really cheap on Amazon. Yeah, um, I yeah. have them all. I have the whole thing priced out. For me, it's gonna cost about. 50 60 bucks because i also i run speaker wire because it's got to go down to my my hip box to my to my voice changer and i put like a switch mm. like an inline switch too so i can turn it on and off 
which is nice. So the mm-hmm. breathing can just go and I can just flick it off, talk to somebody without having to, you know, everyone has to hear it or whatever. So yeah, that's cool. You did that. I was shocked when you shared yeah. that picture. I was like, I never would have even thought of that. So yeah, it just fits snugly because I was experimenting with all kinds of speakers. I was buying little boxes, taking them apart, seeing these big ass spe- with the big magnet bind speaker. Yeah. It's just too thick. And I was like trying to figure out behind my chest, but I'm like, no, it the voice work, should yeah. come from the top, like the top part of the body, yeah. not my chest. I don't want the sound to come from my hip. I want it to come from like where where it would normally come project from. So, because uh, the thing at the tr- when you troop, you wanna you wanna engage with people, yeah. and you're gonna talk to them. It needs to feel like it's real and they not hear you. Yeah. the sound coming from your ass, right? Yeah, yeah, or whatever. So. Um, so then also I got uh, JJ parts came in uh, for Boba. So the jetpack um, uh, for the back armor, these little pieces. Those this is nice. exactly from the show. Jeez. Dude, it's sick. And, and this is, this is going to hold it so I can, I can take off the back the jetpack and just wear, you know, walk around Boba slick. Those pieces will, will appear just like that. And that's, that's what it looks like in the show when he takes off his jetpack. Are like those machined aluminum? Yes, it's Oof. beautiful. Sick. Got the knee dart, knee rockets, and stuff. And, and that new, um, that new jetpack mechanism that they have—it's yep. so good. A little clip, the little uh, yeah. thing on the bottom. Yeah, the, that, the Death Watch, the Death Watch jetpacks use it. So good. Yeah. So I don't good. know if does Mando use that, or does Mando still have something different? I haven't seen it. I think on his, I don't, I don't know think I've seen. I don't know. Seen anything notable? Because they kind of made it. We've seen it. They've made a deal, well, but they've made a deal about like showing what the backpack or what the jetpack looks like on that surface. When it and so they've not yeah. he, he has they've the, shown he has that, the cape that covers doesn't it doesn't have anything, and plus the cape and everything. So like they've, I think they've intentionally not shown how his actually attaches because they didn't want it to mar the like the aesthetic. It just looks like it must magnet on or something because. There's no, there's details. It looks like a big ass magnet, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's like little, little little all over that section. The Boba and the death watch mechanism. It just, it looks functional and it, it, it is also functional. Like for real. It's just so good. It's It's so so clean. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And then I also ordered some urethane rubber Mm. knees. These things are thick. They're nice. But I was, I wanted to ask you guys like what, what's the method? Like, is it just, you know, E6000 around your leg and that's it. Yeah. E6000. That's it. There's nothing behind it. It's just. And then Velcro on, yeah, on the knee. Yeah. Velcro on the, on the knee, cool. right on the knee. Yeah. Like, like right. Yeah. Like right behind the, right the face. I don't, yeah. the, I don't you know. know what. Uh, yeah. 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 That way it, it stays. I don't know what his CRL is going to have either. too, but I imagine because his under suit is black, you just use black elastic and they're probably fine with it. But I know like, yeah, and it's tight too. Boba it's it's really not tight. like yeah. a loose and fabric. It's Boba a, Fett, like a thicker, yeah, rainy, right? Like, Don't like you have stiff. to have a slit cut in your suit, and it's got to go through like, like That's the strap Django. has to be hidden or no? That's Django. Oh, ESB, Django. No, or Django. Bo- Boba's got, got visible got straps. Um, I'm pretty sure Django's uh, okay. like there's slits and it's hidden, where they have to like cut a slit and it goes through it. But yeah. I, I think you'll be fine, Joe. With black elastic. Those rough. Yeah, and, J- and JJ's writing the CRL anyway, oh, so cool. I'm just gonna ping hmm. him. Sick. 
Yeah. Those like, rubbers, so good. Oh, I, I, want, oh, yeah. I, I want that for a Mando. Because you just drop down to your knee, talk to kids and stuff, like, so easy. There's a reason why my current Mando doesn't have knees. Like, yeah. like to, <laughs> that, to be yeah. in the Mando Mercs, you have to have four pieces of armor, yep. you know, on your legs. Yep. No knees, so I can nail down. But I want to kneel down, and I want to have yeah. knees, so this is the way to go. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Which those are the my that's the link you sent, right? The in England or something like that. Uh, I think yes, yeah. Th- that was JJ. Sick. Yep. Right. Yep. And they're not that expensive. I mean, no. oh, for investment. considering what you're getting, it's not bad for comfort. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at the Django CRO right now, and you you do not see the elastic around the back of his leg, but it's there. So so it's <laughs> yeah. I've heard the stories of how people like would make some special tool to like swing mm-hmm. the thing around the back of their knee. None of us have a Django, so none of us know. Yeah, that's it. Nope. Um, Get it, John. Um, <clears throat> um, I've been. Uh, I haven't done anything costume-wise. I printed the shoulders for Balin Skull, which I'm. I I don't know if I'm happy with the files I have. It looks like someone fused. The sh- looks like the shoulder pieces were two pieces and they fused them together, but they weren't perfectly aligned. So there's like, I'd have to sand the seam and stuff. And, and and the top of the gauntlets that I have are not textured and they should be. And it's, I don't know if it might be worth it just to reprint everything uh, or, or like wait for someone else's files to come out and reprint those. Um, I also want to do a scotch bigger because I did the shoulders at 99% so I could fit both of them on at one time. And, um, and they fit, they fit just fine, but they're like, I feel like they need to be just, you know, that much bigger um, to look more accurate. Um, so, yeah, but I, I'm not rushing this build. I I'm not trying to be the first one or anything. Um, there's still other things that are, aren't available or or that I can't do. So I'm not uh, rushing. So I'm going to see. I might I might finish these gauntlets and sell them or I might sell them as is. I don't know. I'm going to figure that out. But I'm still going to do it. I just need to see who is working on files for them and then uh, move on from there. Um but um, aside from that, I, I've decided to do like a small run. I guess not very small, but like uh, basically a run of five helmets per per edition. And it's going to be like uh, animated phase two clones, uh, battalions and, and squads or whatever. So I'm going to start with the 501st with certain clones that you you don't see too often. Like I'm, I'm not trying to pick like the most uh, popular ones. Like I'm just like kind of like. There were so many, so there, there's there's a lot to choose from. So I'm I'm trying to choose guys that are less not popular, but less uh, less seen, I guess. Um, so I'm gonna do a few series of that. I'm starting with the 501st and then moving on to like the 212th, and probably uh, throw some grunts and Ahsoka clones in there. Um, and I think that's uh, pretty Slash much it for me. Are you gonna sell those? Are else. they gonna be available? Or? Yeah, just busy doing it. <clears throat> Oh yeah, I I plan on selling them. Yeah, yeah. The idea is to sell them. So if people want to pick one up, I, I'm I'm not taking any requests. I'm just gonna paint the ones I want to paint, and and present them. And if anyone wants to pick them up, they absolutely can. Um, so yeah, yeah. The idea is to sell them because I feel like the market's shifting a little bit in, in in general. Like a lot of people are shifting from the doing it themselves to just being like, yo, do you can I just get a helmet to display? Like, I'm not interested in doing the full costume. I just want to 
you know, put that helmet up. And there's plenty of people that do that, but I figured, hey, why not? I, I might as well jump in that. And practice. I love to paint, so why not? Yeah. I have the molds. It's practice, and it's something I like doing a lot. More than just just, just yeah, slushing. Yeah, yeah, and you can sell them and do them again. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely. But yeah, that's it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I'll go. I, I, I really haven't done anything. I've been basically all my free time outside of work and family has been going hunting. So, um, I started the fixed Stormbreaker because it broke. Uh, I did fill it with ABS paste and it is drying. So we will see <laughs> how that works. <laughs> Why did it break, Brian? Uh, because I was walking super cool with my axe out like this and i was like <laughs> seven Michelob ultras deep in the it was just like hit the ground and just like <laughs> and the, the he, he barely t- he didn't do anything and, yeah just, just like tapped the ground like thunk, and, and, and it so <laughs> the handle is printed in like these like 15 inch <laughs> sections and that last section has a very uh uh no 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 uh, thin walled seam the base is very flat and thick so it's the layer it's the like bottom layer or whatever and then the next piece didn't have the same type of layer and i am super lazy with my infill settings and didn't check them so the handle only had like five percent infill so <laughs> This top <laughs> section that's like this big is like it's hollow, super basically. hollow, super hollow. thin, no infill, and this and and a pencil like millimeters thick was like holding that section together. <laughs> so I kind of like peeled out a little bit of the infill, poured a whole bunch of ABS paste in there, but I think I'm gonna have to wait to dry for. Any tips on how to let that a year? Quicker? It's not a ton. It's really not a ton. It's probably like a little ounce, two ounces maybe of it inside there. Um, which Why didn't you I just think, pour? You could have just poured resin. Then it's gonna get heavy. Well, I mean, you're Thor. <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I don't need more yeah, well. weight in the front because then it's constantly gonna. My my, my no, plan you, is I feel it go with, further when you throw it though. Like <laughs> it's all about. It's all about physics, oh man. My God. It'll yeah, boomerang quicker, right? If I threw it, that would be. Oh man! But um, I, I'm figuring I'm gonna it let the shatter. ABS paste. I'm gonna give it like a couple weeks, let it dry, and then I put like I have like a bigger dowel that I'm gonna drill into that and the other side, and then like use a epoxy and put that in there. We'll it's see. uh, it's printed in PLA. Yeah. Does acetone react with PLA? It does, doesn't it? Or no? Um, I tested it prior and didn't Steven's do anything. Shaking, so. Steven's shaking his head. So, so acetone has no effect on PLA? Little to none. Okay, so <clears throat> for it to dry, the acetone essentially has to evaporate out. Um, if it has no reaction on PLA, it's got nowhere else to go. I mean, you essentially poured ABS paste inside there and sealed it back up. <laughs> No, it's well, it's open. It's, oh, okay. it, it's like a bowl right now. Okay, like, so it can only it's so I yeah, have it propped just, up. It yeah, has to just open. evaporate out, and then it'll. Although yeah. arguably, yeah, let's... 
just a day or so it should be fine i think maybe a five dude i mean <laughs> maybe stick a little uh like needle in it to see if it gets air down in there i don't know like we'll a, see. a balloon has a, a balloon has an infill of 10 so it's like i mean <laughs> <laughs> i sat there like staring at it going what am i gonna put in this to like fill this space without adding too much weight because if i add too yeah. much weight it's just gonna make it worse and i almost thought about jb weld but geez that'd be like freaking three things at jb weld so abs pace was like i'm i'm horrible too because i just look around what i have what i have around the shop i'm like oh, oh. like i was what's gonna that pour. what's that smooth on product like that's um, good enough it's it's a mix and, and dude like i'm out of it that's, but I, yes that oh, would work but that would but work that goes a long way a little goes a long way yes and it hardens fast it gets really hot though that'd be my only concern mm. it does i don't pop. think it'll melt yeah. Unless you Maybe have not. like yeah. one one layer, if you only have one shell, <laughs> which could be, uh, I don't please know. tell me you don't have one shell. I don't think so. Five uh, percent <laughs> infill, one shell. He pours it in and it, and it pours right out the side. <laughs> <laughs> it just melts off. Uh, that that would have been a never-ending loop. If I would have had that too, I would have seen it in my. I have like on my like little like cart with all this stuff on it. I have like fiberglass resin. And, glues different type like latex stuff that i've put on stuff before and if it was in there if that smooth on stuff was in there i would have been like ooh, that and i would have put that in yeah there. it's that but smooth on abs right it's like yeah mix, it's, it's one one per one and it's like yeah. and it hardens fast and it's not too heavy it's plastic i mean yep yep it's plastic so that's, that's a good question awesome. for the group what is your what's your what what's your go-to like everyday printing infill setting Five percent, <laughs> and then like if you need something like sturdy, then what? What's your preference? I, for for me, for me, my like my everyday, just like whatever, it's like ten, fifteen percent. But then if I want something to be like sturdy, uh, I'll go like up to maybe thirty percent. That's rare that I'll do that. Well, clearly mine's five and five, so. <laughs> I think I've done five and ten is usually what I do, but I'm about speed. Well, it looks great when you make it. It's just a matter of it lasting, right? Don't throw it. <laughs> my, what about you, Ramy? My uh, my standard is actually thirty three percent, and if I want it sturdy, I just crank it all the way up to a hundred. Go solid. Whoa! Solid. Solid. And just oh. wait five yeah. weeks. What am I gonna do? It's, it's 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 plastic. It's not. No, I use the point eight nozzle. I'm plastic. so impatient. <laughs> wow. Bless you. Well, he's probably he's using the big nozzle, so it just been, oozes out been, like super yeah, quick. Yeah, keep in mind with, with the larger with the larger nozzle, thirty three percent is not that much because it's it's a percentage. It's not. That's so what, I it'll do the thirty three percent in the same amount of effort that it would have done fifteen percent. <laughs> Or sixteen percent for a point four. So, ah, you guys can snicker all you want. Math smarts. <laughs> I'm just here for jokes. Yeah, I'm. Tr I'm trying to think. I think waxer, uh, which is still intact. Like I can wear that and troop with it today. I made it two years ago, over two years ago. I want to say it was. It's twenty to twenty-five infill. Um, three shells. 
Yeah. And and about two layer height. I know I know everybody does three or more, but I, I did two layer height. I went for the slow print. And that's also point four. But it still lasts. Like the thing's solid and uh, Brian, you saw me trooping that thing. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's it's no cracks, no nothing. It's good. It's a beautiful kit. I only seen you wear that once. Yeah, I don't wear it too often. I think yeah. I think the the outer shells, the walls, I think that's more important sometimes most of the time more than infill because i i don't do anything less than four four shells oh really yeah four outer walls four outer walls top and bottom because then it it gets rid of that like that infill pattern because sometimes you'll sand so much and you see the lines yeah yeah and it all my stuff has those lines i'm so i I, my settings i that's literally i put them in so long ago and I literally only change infill, some like support stuff. I, I never touch anything, which is horrible. But I just I get lost in all those settings because I <laughs> don't pay attention enough. But I'm never going back to point four though. Oh my gosh, point uh, eight, dude. Until you until you need something that's detailed, <clears throat> and then like and you then, like, like those. Yeah, like I got those star Just printed resin at that point. Like, oh yeah, my gosh, this guy definitely printed these in point four or smaller because I'm so used to printing point six, point eight. <laughs> like I think I'm at, I'm at point six. I'm so used to it, so it's like I'm used to these big lines that when I see something that's printed with a smaller nozzle, I'm like, ah, patience pays off. <laughs> but even if the eight is dialed in, the point eight's dialed in, like yeah. like the tech backpack, it's there's right. I mean there's corners and details a yeah. little bit, and it's clean. It's a yeah. really listen clean... if you. If you you can print with a 0.8 nozzle, and if you still only set the layer heights to 0.2, you're not gonna notice a difference. It's the layer height. It, it's the fact that you yeah. can get away with yeah. going up to you know point. I run I run the 0.8 for my layer height. I don't go all the way up to 0.4 like some people do. I'll go to 0.32. So you want to go to some increment, evenly divisible increment of whatever the size of the nozzle is. So for 0.8, that'll go into 32. So, I know you like all these two. odd numbers. Steven's like mind, Steven's mind is blowing over here. Um, and Steven was saying, no, like, I, he does I, four, I remember four it's called like the two. magic, it's like the magic number or something they say, right? Yeah, it's something like that. Um, Steven does four shells with a 0.4 nozzle, two shells with a 0.8, same, same thickness, which is what I do. Although I still do four top and bottom because with the four top and bottom, you can do, um, you can make up for the, a lack of supports. Like, it might be messy and everything on the inside or whatever, but like with those extra layers, it will eventually recover. And so you do more, more top and bottom layers and you can get away with like your supports, your support overhang can be like 80% and you're fine. It's almost like the, so. yeah. So like the internal, the internal walls are acting as its own support for the outer it'll shell. Rec- like the, like, yeah, like I said, at first it's going to look like crap, but then it'll recover and print fine and what looks like crap is on the inside of that helmet that you're going to like stand off and yeah. cover with some padding or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Dude, yeah. for, for the overhang, uh, for the tech back, you know, that little lip that I added just so it can hang on the back of my, yeah. my, my armor. Yeah. It's a 90 degree, right? It's a night. It's a, it, it's a complete. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to build supports for that whole yeah. stupid area. Yeah. So what I did is I kind of counted based off of, um, <clears throat> simplified 3d and figured out, okay, at that number. I, so I, 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 I got some tape. And I got some cardboard, and I made my own support right around that area. 
And so, and sure enough, I just kind of watched it, and I only had to, I kind of timed it just right, and sure enough, it's, the, the nozzle went right over that empty area, right on top Heck of the yeah. cardboard, and started laying down. And I was like, sweet. Yeah, I did, so I didn't have to waste. I didn't have to waste all the stupid supports for that. I did that with a piece of foam before, like oh, like you? foam you put you in your you? helmet. Because I had yep. like a support break, and I paused it, and I and I ca glued a little piece of foam <laughs> to the support, and it printed yeah. right on top of it. I was like, yes, I'm winning. Dude, I've used I used yeah, blue tape to save go. the day so many times when supports will fall and crap yeah. will fall. You can actually Tips go into and Simplify and like tricks. replay the cheat code and it'll tell you what layer it's going to start that overhang. And then you can go watch your printer yep. for it to get, for it to get That's to exactly that what I did. And then as soon as like it is, it is That's... to the digit. Like you can, you know, like, okay, this next round, it's going to go try to print that. And so you can pause it and go put your piece of tape on there or whatever. And good to go. Yeah. My favorite to this day, my favorite supports are from printing the badly, Astromech files. Those are a trip. Because he models yeah, he models in his own supports in the actual model. Uh, and then so everything is just like everything's just like 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 for your backpack, Joe, that right angle, he would have modeled in like little slivers of triangles. Oh, uh, okay. Like every like two inches or yeah, so. Yeah. That and then, yeah. right, but then he models he it like he he'll, he'll model it like. Go ahead, Remy. There, like he'll he'll model it such that in the model there's a gap there, but the reality is is the physics of the printing like it has to print something. So so the gap is actually smaller than a layer height, so it will print that connected, and yet it's a weak spot. Like it's not as connected so as it break would it be off. if it was just solid so you just, it just snaps out mm -hmm. dang smart like, like think about it Wicked if you're printing it, if you're printing at point two layer height and he makes a gap of point one or point one five it's enough to stay connected but not as strong as if it had just been zero so and if anything you could just cut it off and then just sand it i mean you know what i mean yeah. like it's it's a it's a much it just small snaps support. Right out. But, and, yeah. and if you don't 3D print, you turned off the podcast about five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, you work on anything? Uh, I'm so I'm traveling for work. Um, been in the, I, I have been working on something. I've, I, we are, we're doing an appearance this Saturday as the Bad Batch, are we not? And it's season one Bad Batch specifically. So fun fact, I have a helmet that is my favorite helmet. And I keep repainting it between season one and season two, depending on what we're doing. So because it, I just I, I oh the helmet that I wear, so... I just I dude, just make another and helmet. I, I, I customized this thing so much. Yeah, I, I gave him another. I, know, I gave him I know, like and I, and two it's, helmets. And it's probably great. it's not it's not mine. <laughs> like I just love this one helmet so much. It's it's light, but you can just have it in one piece, and you don't have to worry about the headdress and. I know. You know? I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I've been, I've been outside at like 9 o'clock at night in the parking lot of the hotel after work uh, spray painting this helmet and masking it off and whatever. So so that I'll have my helmet back. The things you do to be awesome. One. Being awesome is hard. It's true. It doesn't come easy. <laughs> well, guys, Otherwise, I, that's all I talked a little bit. I, I uh, teased it a little bit last week, but 
I'm, I'm ready to show you guys what I was working on. So um, our friends over at Creality, who make the 3D printers like the infamous, the CR10, the CR10S, all those printers that I'm sure we've all started with, um, they have a new printer. It's a Core XY printer. So Core XY, it, it's a little different than the printers that we're used to, which um, I guess we would call those bed slingers because like the bed physically moves back and forth, right? So these Core XYs, it's the printers that just look like a big box. And then the bed only moves up and down. So the advantage to that is that when the nozzle's moving, um, with the new stepper motors that are out there, with the new software that can control these printers, the nozzle can move up to anywhere between 300 to 600 millimeters per second. So this thing is lightning fast. Just to put it in perspective, my CR10, um, when I'm printing it with Simplify 3D, it's topping out at like 60 millimeters per second, maybe wow. 80 if I'm if I want to push it. So this thing is like 10 times faster. Why? Um, and there's no loss of like print quality. If anything, because of the speed and because of the new software that these printers run, uh, you can actually print at a 0.1 layer height uh, and and have the like better quality on, on your final prints. So in less than a week, um, I would say the total printing time was about five days total. I printed um, a Paz Vizsla shoulder piece for the oh, for the wow. left shoulder wow. a Paz Vizsla right shoulder piece wow. for the right shoulder wow Paz wow. Vizsla bicep wow. and other bicep wow. and then what what would normally have taken over a week on just like a normal printer like a CR10 or anything in 2 days uh, yeah, a little over, a little over two days. So like about, um, done. You, you done. You like 50 hours. Two days and it was like, change. yeah, like 56 hours. I printed an entire Paz Vizsla chest plate. Nice. And oh, all wow. of this, uh, uh, there's a little seam right here. I did yeah, it two yeah. pieces, but I, wow. I printed all of this at 0.1 oh. layer height, Ooh. uh, 20% infill, um, I mean, this stuff is solid. It's thick. Thick. The 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 quality on it is just unbelievable. Um, I don't know. This is the what C kind of printer is that again? This is the Creality uh, X1. I'm sorry, K1 Max. Creality K1 Max. It's, it's K1 Max. It's their new flagship. The bamboo. Dang. Yes, and. I mean, look at this. Ah, guy. gotcha. What size nozzle? Four. Looks looks pretty Point good. Four. Looks pretty damn good. Point four nozzle. Point one layer height. I like. I could just hit this with paint, and you would like. I am. Yeah. So, like, I could just hit this with paint, which is, and the paint, like, the the paint just being as you know as as viscous as paint would be, would fill in any kind of like. Mm -hmm. little layer lines or whatever You're talking light sanding and that's it that's it it's it's gonna make my finishing work on this Barely. so quick which Fill is why i was saying that for for our december uh convention i could probably have paz done 
by then. <laughs> with as fast as this stuff is printing, just yeah, with in, as, in a raw 3D print. I mean, Paz, no Paz Vizsla has first, folks. armor. We know a guy with a Din Jajarin. Din Din Jajarin. Amy. So, yeah, uh, expect a review on our socials for that printer because it is just, yeah. it's amazing. <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um, That's awesome. And that's, oh, and then uh, one other thing that I did uh, this week on the workbench, um, I know you guys saw it in our chat. I redid my entire spray paint collection. So, uh, you know, we moved into the house about six months ago, about actually nine months ago. And when all the spray paint came over, it was just in boxes. And so like, I've just been staring at these boxes for close to a year and it's just been like stressing me out whenever I need like a, a can of paint. Cause then I got to go like search for it. So I wanted something that was organized, but if I'm going to be looking at it like all the time and it's displayed, I wanted it to look well. So I threw out, threw away all my old spray paint, anything that was like, if it was like 25%, or less in the can, I just tossed it. It does go if bad, it, anyways. If it was like four years or older, I just tossed it. Paint um, does go the, bad, especially yeah. if it's fancy paint. It does go bad. John's like doesn't agree, but it does. Because I've had old cans of like Montana or uh, whatever that other brand is, and you're muted, so you. <laughs> ah, sorry. I'm saying yeah, sure, it's fine. I I understand. No big deal. Uh, Sorry, the kid yeah, was in the room, yeah. so, so I didn't want her to be. Like, so I got the MTN MTN ninety four spray paints. I got like the whole color spectrum, um, and it's really cool because on their website you can choose like out of like over a hundred colors, you can just choose what shades you want. Um, and for the listeners that don't know, so Montana, or I'm sorry, MTN ninety four. Do they call it it's Montana? Montana? It's also Montana. So no 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 go ahead what, yeah. what's because what's there's there's a difference right John no, so th- yeah so okay the, uh, I'm gonna try to keep this story as short as possible but Montana ninety four which is what a lot of people see it's called it's like MTN that's what you were saying that logo MTN that's the original Montana paint they're out of they're from Spain I think they're from Barcelona and uh, at one point they got so big they had to change distribution to a uh, somewhere in Germany and something happened. That German company ended up becoming Montana, which is the gold. We see Montana Gold and Montana Black. That's that brand. And and for whatever reason, when they went to court, the German company won. So they took the name, quote unquote, Montana. So now the real Montana, quote unquote, you know, it has to be MTN <laughs> with, with a lot of finger quotes. Um, so, it's, so MTN 94 is the legitimate Montana, while the other one is also now Montana they're both Montana, but one's gold and one is 94. MTN's the original. But that's... And that's the one that I like because it yes. smells like chocolate. And MTN, MTN's allowed in California and Montana's not, right? Well, they both are. I think they have to change some sort of... Something in the formula of certain colors that they, are not... They stopped selling the, it at Blick. You know, specifically, yeah, you could buy got... MTN, but you couldn't buy Montana at Blick. At least in San Diego. I, I, they still have it. In, yeah, they have it here where I go still. But, um, 
And I think it it was seriously it was like pending uh, some changes in the formula. Like there there's full full uh, cabinets where spray paint where here isn't locked up, and I both, don't have to show both. my ID to buy it. Ryan, why don't you have a flamethrower, dude? Where you live, I, well, suck it, flamethrower. You you were somewhere you where they were literally selling flamethrowers on the end cap. Excalibur on the like, end. And you can, didn't buy five of them for us, so thanks. I don't know why you don't get, have one. I can get it. Handheld. Are you really crosshair? Or are pick you? A, or Piccadilly mounted for your assault rifle. You can pick whichever one you want. So Piccadilly. Flamethrowers, bayonets, and sticks of dynamite on your arrow tips. Come on, man. Joe, is it Piccadilly or Piccadilly? <laughs> it's Piccadilly. over the centuries and i can safely say your aptitude for the force would fall short of them all all right my picatinnies my piccadillies <laughs> this <laughs> this week's episode review is ahsoka season one episode six far far away with an original air date of september 19th 2023 and a runtime of 49 minutes this episode was directed by Jennifer Getzinger, written by Dave Filoni, and music by Kevin Kiner. Uh, sound guy. Sound guy. Our favorite so, sound guy. I mean, this episode, it's the follow-up to the whole Anakin thing, right? The whole Anakin-Ahsoka thing. Uh, I think we suspected that we might be seeing Thrawn and Ezra. I mean, there's only two episodes left after this, so it's about time. But, uh, uh, I mm-hmm. mean, this episode was just, it was, it was like an ode to cosplayers everywhere. Ode to cosplayers? I mean, there's a lot of yeah. cool stuff in this episode, like a lot. And there's also a lot of like plot development too, because of what certain characters say that we will get to down the, the road. But go ahead, oh. Steven. Oh. Go ahead, Brian. I have one important thing that I need to know. Is Huang ever going to use his little monocle? Mm. It has yet. No, it he, has he yet to come it down. Around like, oh, let me. He used it a lot in the cartoon. Let me let me check this out. It's just decorations up there mm-hmm. right now. Well, he's what like eighty percent original still. Maybe they replaced something in his optical sensors. I don't so know how he much farther we so want to go down this unless we go screen by screen whatever whatever why so, am i defending I'll it just, yeah i'll Who just knows? vomit all over with what i thought about this in a good way oof let's let's pace out the vomiting let's move on let's do um it. Yes. <laughs> vomit all right so let's do a we'll do an episode breakdown uh and then we'll get you guys as uh, opinions and reviews throughout so the scene Ooh. the uh scene opens up i'm sorry the show opens up with this scene i think this is the most beautiful most so beautiful good. Uh, hyperspace traveling we've ever seen. Reading yeah. rainbow. It right? is. It's very colorful, very bright. Not super colorful, but very bright. And and you see the yeah the pergo just flowing through time and space as I just they saw do Thor, majestically. Loki, and Hela flying through. Pretty them. much. What is the the the, the rainbow the yeah. rainbow bridge? Yeah, it's the, waiting for the Bifrost. This is the, the Bifrost. Yeah, it's the Bifrost. Yeah, or yeah. the uh, the Bifrost, right? That's what I thought of too. 
time wow. travel. So I mean, like space travel and time travel is really hard to like contemplate because for as far as they're traveling yeah. in the short amount of time that they are traveling, they would have to time travel in order for uh, time to be. Well, relative. they're bending space and time. You assume, right? It hurts. Or else it would be years, right? Yeah, let's not get too specific with the, the actual physics Beautiful of it. Beautiful yeah. but you feel shot, though. So cool. Because it's faking in space, so let's remember that. But yeah, space whales. Uh, after this shot, we get um, Ahsoka and Hu Yang in the cockpit of the uh, Fulcrum 1. And Great dialogue. I mean, this, yeah, dude. Hu Yang, mm-hmm. David Tennant has just... Well, so... Uh, so good he's so good like you don't hire david Tennant and not use him and they are using him mm-hmm. it's good he's definitely stuff. becoming a favorite yeah well she revealed yeah he's awesome but she revealed to him that uh sabine left willingly and he was like no way impossible oh yeah the, how she gave she Balin like, well, the, the thing and went with it happened yeah but that goes back to a certain point of yeah. view so from her perspective oh. she bailed yeah. But he's that like, was the only choice the only she could have taken, right? So it's a certain point of view, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a great interaction between the two 100%. of them, and then, and then the story thing that was, that was oh, yeah, that was classic then, Star Wars. Yeah. He reminds her of the stories. I love how line. I love how she was like, well, you know, the first story was the best, because <laughs> you know they're talking about that had to be had to the be, OT, right? yeah. Um, and then he. But then when he starts to talk about the story or retell her the story that she listened to in the, in the Jedi Academy, he starts with a long time ago (laughs) in a galaxy far far away. Dude, that was (laughs) awesome. Thank you, Dave. (laughs) It doesn't have to all be Clone Wars rebel stuff, you know, that's really good. But it's cool because it's like, it's, it's itself within itself, you know? When I rewatched last week's episode before this one came out, you don't have to go back, Stephen. But the end of last week's episode, dude, the Empire Strikes Back vibes. Seriously, when 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 Lando's leaving and he's like, "I'm gonna find Han," and they're like, "Oh, you know," it's like, and you're like, "Oh, oh," like they recreated that with Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, All right, I'm gonna find Ezra, and you're just like, oh. before you move on. Um, with that line, you know, a long time ago in a far galaxy, far, far away, like that line, like consider if you think about like, um, just Filoni and, and, and this is his project, this is his baby, like the thought process to say those words for the first time in this massive franchise, that was not a quick decision. That was, yeah. there was probably a lot of <laughs> contemplation. Yeah. Tons of, I mean, they called debate. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm Without I'm sure there was debate it. back yeah. and forth. <laughs> do we say this? Do we actually say this? Do we use it? But even yeah. even like Should in the Star we? Wars theme, right. like like Filoni's really careful, like in, in Clone Wars or any of the other animated stuff, to use certain themes that are well known in Star Wars on the music side. Like, hey, we're not going to use it here. No, no, no. Don't don't waste it. Like, don't the right time it's like at but the right time yeah specific sentence are you kidding me like this yeah. is what this goes back to 1977 are you kidding me right now yeah oh my gosh dude bringing it all together 
circle. What? The circle is complete. Yeah. Tying so, it together. Right. Ramy, what are you going to say? I don't remember where I right. I don't remember where I saw it. I think at the hotel Wi-Fi is giving me lag. Um I don't know. Yeah. Somebody had commented I, I I I like this concept, but I don't think it works because of kind of the wardrobe changes and stuff. But somebody was asking, what if when Gro at the beginning of Mando season three, when Grogu sees the the Purgle in hyperspace, what if he's actually sensing Ahsoka in that thing? What if that's why oh, he's, what brings his attention? Could be. But but she at this point she's Ahsoka the White, like and he's looking later up on in the season. And he sees yeah. Ahsoka. Is that right? Is like later we see her as. Yeah. In the the gray. I think that's a like cool so thing, but it's probably just no. a little too. You never too know. Much. I know, I know. Might be a little kind of, reachy, like, yeah. Like Although Mando season, a, a cool Mando idea. season four is going to open up with them flying through, seeing the whales, and Ahsoka's going to look out. Them too, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, it's like the meme coming from, out of the uh, 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 yeah. Umbrella Academy when they're passing each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't watch that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a meme. You don't have to watch Ooh, it. Ooh, you should, dude. All of it. Yeah, the show is good. Yeah, but the show is good too. Uh, so after the uh, opening title card, we now see Sabine is in jail. She's in the brig of, of, uh, yeah. She's in the brig <laughs> of the sh- of um, Morgan Elsbeth's Morgan ship. ship, and it, it like they took all her armor away, which is the hyperspace except, except her for her knee pads, knees and yeah. her legs. And there's except no velcro. Knees and shins, so clearly, yeah. they're just ma- magic. Magic. Mm. Magnets, or there's just and here we see we see Balin and he's just like taunting her in, in the jail cell. She's like, we had a deal, and he's all, <laughs> cool story, bro. No, I think he he looks like he's like, dang, like we did have a deal. What the he's heck's definitely going on torn. Here? He seems torn. This seems like he's trying to this episode contemplating. But... Yeah, because because I don't think they're bad. They're not bad people. They're just he had he could have killed thing. Sabine, you know. Yeah, I've, completely. I feel yeah, like put they're a saber stuck away. in this middle zone of and, like they're not Jedi, but they're also not like Sith or wanting to be tools tools well, of the Empire. Well, they talk you know? about it. Yeah, in this in this yeah. episode, Where they he's sort like, of go into that a little bit. How whatever, how, stop what the cycle. It, yeah, stop the cycle. Yeah. Not only that, but he's got like ulterior motives because. It seemed like he wanted to have all this power, and, and then all of a sudden, when she's asking about power, he's yeah. like, "Oh no, that power is fleeting. Like, what I want to do is something more." And yeah. they're on that planet yeah. now. So here, uh, this was the bomb drop. Balin Boom. is telling Morgan um, that Sabine's going to be of further use, uh, and we now see our first look at Peridia. Actually, Kaboosh. let me back up a little bit because when they're coming hyperspace out of hyperspace, just come when they're coming out of hyperspace, this is their hyperspace yeah. trail is like crackling with lightning. Their hyperspace ring is like glowing from just it's, being it's super like hot. Friction is making it red hot. Yeah, <clears throat> and it looks gold almost. It's burning hot. And when we and get our first look gold. at Peridia, um. It's got like rings of like Saturn rings, Saturn. Not to be. But the rings are made out of Uranus. I think he explains it. Carcasses of the whales. Uranus. The Pergil go there to die. 
Yeah, apparently it's a a, a graveyard. Pergile. So it's like a Which is weird. Pergile. Do they voluntarily go there to die? <laughs> pergile, as they say it in Peridia. The Pergile will die. This is another thing of Pergile. Pergile. So Time to make a will... soap. Do... <laughs> we the fried a fried a pergola every day. We are sick of it. For everyone. <laughs> do, do they... <laughs> the blubber is. Do exhausted. they willingly go there to die, or how does they that know. work? I think that's the point. Yeah, they fly all the like way out there just you know, like, when they're like it's that time to die. They they go to the yeah. bone graveyard. Right? Heavy scene though with all the all the dead whales. That's crazy though. Let's just let's just land on the planet already because that's where the that's where the ju- oh, okay, let's talk about the <laughs> ship that just yeah, breaks so, off from the okay. side of the cockpit ring. That's kind of cool. And it's like a perfect I... little tip gold thing like phew. i really i really yeah, like morgan Elsbeth's the design ship. of this ship so cool and super sleek well, well it's like huge on the inside right and then you look at it and it it's like this like tiny Wars, thing yeah, so, so different. i'm gonna give yeah. you guys like a, a, a deep no. cut here and i wouldn't be surprised if the person who made this is now working for lucasfilm in some capacity uh about 10 or 15 years ago uh on internet version 1.0 <laughs> There was a there was a Star Wars fan mm. film. It was like maybe two three minutes long, and it was called Duality. It was it was a you know one of those lightsabery fan films. The production quality on it was super high, uh, and it was it was so good. Um, everything about this landing shot, including uh, the sh- Morgan Elsbeth's ship. Everything is like a direct, it's almost like a direct copy of that fan film called Star Wars Duality. Look it up mm. and you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm. It, How many it is ships good. have landed on things in Star Wars? No, 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 no. This one complete. You'll look it up, <laughs> look it up, and you'll see it. The design probably. Um, Do you think they use a Luma Luster to paint this ship or <laughs> Copic inks? No. The volume. The ship's not real. As they Dude. exit the ship. We get this our first is what look. I'm talking about. I don't know. Right? Okay. This is what my, I was hoping we were going to get. You were hoping this? Dude, this took me completely by surprise. Oh, no. I was, ho- I was, I was hoping. The Witches we of Dathomir? I mean, with, with Morgan's being a witch, it, I mean, it made sense. So. I didn't think that we were going to see freaking They're so sick. Their voice, their voice, too. Come on. They didn't nail yeah, it. Yeah, like. Nailed it. Three months. So here we find out a lot too. of, um, I mean, this, this. The dialogue, just the the little bit of dialogue that we get here, it kind of changes everything that we know um, about the Night Sisters uh, and Dathomir. So yeah, it's not the OG. Because Dathomir, yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, why isn't Dathomir the place instead of this Peridia place? Like that Peridia is the ancient place where the ancestors come from, and then Dathomir is where they went. Yeah. Like they colonized or something. Like when they left yeah. that galaxy, I guess. So They're- we find we find that they called Dathomir. They they named the planet after themselves because they're the Dathomiri. They called the new planet Dathomir, but we don't know how how they. Well, I guess we do know that they they are they left on the whales, but they, they left on the this whales. is their home. They're the first. This ones is to their actual them. home. Yeah. Peridia is their home. The the OG, right. but ancestors, um, right? The rings right. on the pillars, yeah. They're they're nasty. The, those huge statues with the faces. Oh, 
do they nail it? Well, yeah, they're, they're the mothers, are, right? They're, they're so, mother witches, on, witch dude. mothers. The Their features. voice, too. Yeah. So good. Crushed it. So good. Yep. And and it's crazy because as soon as Morgan walks up and with everyone else, she, they're like, yeah. oh, it reeks of Jedi. And, yeah, and they so thought they were talking about Sabine. They're so but racist. they're really talking about <laughs> the other two. It stinks of <laughs> Jedi. They're, uh, yeah. I guess. Damn. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. But it wasn't Sabine. Sabine's no Jedi. It's them. Well, is, is it them? Is it them? Because if if she can smell the stink of Jedi on Sabine, does that mean that Sabine is force sensitive? She's got force powers? No. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it. I don't think they're talking about Sabine. I think they're talking about Balin and Shin. Yeah, but it looked like they were talking about her. Like they assumed it was her. Probably not Shin. Sabine doesn't. You know, they're like, take her away. Sabine's just about useless at this point in this whole no, show. Yeah. But I like this little uh lasso <laughs> thing that they use. I didn't, yeah, Wonder I Woman, know. dude, lasso of truth. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> Those little balls, that's so cool. Except there's like uh, the it's witches, a bolo. The witches are perfect. Yeah. Zero. There's like not one bad thing you can say about it. Sabine could have just crawled through the window, but I thought Those that are howlers. I Those are howlers. I swear, I thought these. I thought they were Lothals too. Dude. I was like, "How are they going to explain that?" But they're not on Lothal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this this like uh, imagery here that we get when they yeah. zoom out of more uh, the Night Sister Castle. Yeah. I mean, I was getting major like uh, uh, Vader Castle vibes on that. Mustafar. The rings. Yeah. Oh. Good stuff. So Smokestack, dude. Oh, I guess we're not on YouTube. Doesn't matter. Now this this dialogue, the scene, the dialogue in this scene, yeah, I was, I was getting like, uh-huh. uh, I felt like Shin was channeling, uh, Kylo Ren vibes here. How she's like, oh, old stories are just stories, you know. Yep. Um. But Balin, man, do you think do you think they're gonna have a disagreement no, at some point in time? Or do you think she follows him close enough? Well, it, it's weird because he is basically saying, oh, the Jedi were wrong. We're, we're uh, basically getting away from what the Jedi were. But he's like, well, these are the stories we heard when we were young. And, and if those are true, then we're in the right place. So it's like, are, are you yeah. in or are you out, bro? Like what? You know, like he's got one foot in, one foot out. It seems like he's out completely, but he's following this tale here like as a, a kid bit or whatever. Power struggle cycle because he was like, "I'm, well, I'm going to break this cycle," but that involves, but that's that involves he but wants it, power then, like. Well, what's the, the cycle the, he's breaking? The Jedi rising, said, like what the Jedi the rising, then Jedi Empire, then something else yeah. good, then something else evil. I, all of it. So he thinks he's going to reset everything. I don't. I definitely somehow he doesn't want to be an imperial Ooh. shill like he doesn't want to be no. this like tool for them that He's is not uh, for sure he doesn't get down with it oh what hold on yeah and so like i'm because not... maybe he's more than what they're making uh, him out maybe they're the ones that like end up saving there's the so day. there's so much speculation I'm just because they're definitely know. not like sith they're this like so so what are they like no 
they were like questioning certain things like you're gonna honor the the deal right and all of them but at that at some point thrawn's like yeah let leave them on the planet too yeah we'll and get it's to like that well <laughs> you are not speaking of thrawn yeah we yeah, yeah. get to this next scene where we see man sabine's in jail again yeah skip, um just skip over her she <laughs> she thinks she's using the force <laughs> and then and they're like nope and it's just it, it's just Dude, just how the sick is this shot? In. I feel like every shot in this episode is just a and poster. It's, Dude, every episode, every episode, the the huge you, yeah. panoramic shots, like every episode, are really. You know insane. what's awesome is like they, you know, they had epic storyboards. Yeah. And sometimes those get lost in translation, but they the purposely wove that in. Yeah. Somebody backing up. A they truck? nailed this. Beep. Sorry. It's, alarm. Sorry, it's my neighbor. All right, he's dead. Yeah, uh, it, it's cool because this star destroyer that that is the Chimera uh, is completely damaged, or at least like halfway damaged, because that's yeah. where the Purgle grabbed onto right. when they when they got the heck. And out you of can there. see that it's been like so, repaired so. with all this like golden, almost yep. almost the same gold that's the, on the, uh, gold, the cockpit right. ring. Oh, hyperspace <laughs> cockpit ring. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say it that way, Steve? My lord, because that's what it is. Yeah, there's like gold, Perfect. and yeah, it does the look repaired. You're right. I, 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 come on, this whole thing. So it, much. And, you can, <laughs> and you can see the chimera Dude. painted on the bottom of it. It's Perfect. The way that they're docking here. Yeah. Yeah. Over the shaft. The, yep. The way, right over the tower. Yeah. You can tell. Tower, like, I, I wonder how many times the pilot like <laughs> practice this. Guys. I don't mean, do practice it. This makes perfect. So. Oh, it's Probably that just the one, one and done, right, dude? This, this is a good this scene where they walk up and they're all, uh, okay, yeah. uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot to take in. <laughs> so, the, yeah. Oh, someone I, go ahead. But I want to. I, I, so yeah. we get a the, shot. The TKs of, were all chan- that, they were all sick. chanting his name, right? Oh, they were. Check this out. I. Yeah, this was Thrawn. like probably yeah. I got goosebumps when I heard this because it was the same classic Thrawn music that you got from Rebels. But yeah. Kevin Kiner just like took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, there's like bagpipes like or something, organ. you know? And then you can hear all the TKs chanting Thrawn. Yeah. And Enoch, he's like this Roman-looking centurion dude, stormtrooper. So, and these people are called uh, night troopers, apparently, because that's what the <laughs> the captioning said when I was watching it. The uh, subtitle. Yeah, they're called night troopers because they're because they're night sister. Are they dead? Uh, zombies. So. Uh, uh, I heard from other people that they are like Make zombies, sense. essentially, which is just like what Merrick was. Yeah, so they're they're night troopers, and so if you notice, there's uh, gray gray parts on their armor that are like basically replacing the white. So apparently, from from what I from what I've heard is when they lose a part, it comes back as gray, and they don't die. Whoa! Right? That's they're just a crazy night speculation, troopers. John. And Enoch, yeah. you know, because really he, like zombies because he's been. Space. Because he's tied what in with the Night Sisters, <laughs> right? So they're helping him have this That's, army. Well, yeah, she's like, and, and 
they they say it here too like we we have like they basically say she has three she needs three days three rotations to you know yeah go through the catacombs they gotta be so they gotta be erect bodies. more of so these the, when that scene yeah where where it showed where they were standing there and they're walking and and thrawn ship is landing it gave me that like first order like from episode mm-hmm. seven like when when hux is giving the thing and everyone's going and it made me go wait a minute what's the timeline of this where are oh. we like I, like it it like totally spun my head out for a minute where i had to like remember where we are at in the star wars timeline yeah because i got this is like six seven, years after years Jedi, after Jedi right? and before the first order so it like seven years okay me out but like the first order is 30 yeah, years so, after um, jedi just so there's like 27, so 23 years till so, the first wrong. order. This is the one over. thing that I, I was hoping that we would see when 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 we eventually would get Thrawn. Are those TIE Defenders? No. I was going to ask, what are the ships TIE Defenders have the around? Look at, no. look at the bottom. Look at the bottom, the Jones. Like, those are just TIE Defenders. Oh, like those down there. Man, those are probably different ones. They've got three wings. So those, look, there's, an, there's, a, the, there's like, a wing on top. There's three, right? Do you see three? I don't see three. There's a wing on top of each uh-huh. of the ties. So that would mean that there's two. I, if there's I a wing on top. It's gun, collapsed. It's yeah. the gunships. Like the evolution of the gunship. You know how it was a little different in Rebels? I think that's what those are. Those might be yeah. defenders. It, it, yep. it would make sense, think, though, if I they are right. defenders. But Solid shot, the defenders though. would need to be hanging. <laughs> if, yeah. Listen, they would. They should have had the defenders hanging. Epic. Front and Another one of those panoramics. If they were going to give us those. that's true. If they were defenders, yeah. that's true. We get our first Modoc. look at Modoc. Modoc. So <laughs> totally. So dude. Enoch, shout out to Marcus. Wow. He sculpted all of this himself. And is that a um, tank trooper helmet mixed with a TK nope. with a Roman Empire face. <laughs> yes. I don't. This guy was in Rebels, right? Or no? Oh, you know what no. I just realized right now is uh, first time nope. seeing this, right? His undersuit is red. Mm-hmm. Look at just on that part because it black, looks like his, his collar is black. Body. I think it's totally red. awesome. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan, but I think it's well because awesome. because see, all the troopers have like red yeah. ribbon around themselves too. That's like keeping them all together, probably. And then look, so, look at look at all yeah. the other troopers yeah. with like gray yeah. in between their armor. Yeah. And the, and the gold too. The what, what's that Japanese Kitsugi. art called? Kitsugi. And then we yeah, get the comes... put together by the Dothamiri, by the, the man, witches, the man sure. that we've all been waiting to see. Nailed it, nailed it. He's perfect, Thrawns. He's perfect. Just as intense. Yeah. I love how his uh, his uniform's weathered, too. Like, like tattered. tattered. It's still Water. white. Yeah, it's but all it's beat up. Yeah. How many years have they been there? Like fifteen? I don't know. Is that was that? Because if Sabine's thirty, and in Rebels they were what? How old was she there? Fifteen? Yeah, something like that. You know what and I'm saying? Nine, the nine, actor Lars. Ten Lars, years. Is it Lars? Yeah. The actor's name. He. Lars Mikkelsen. He is yeah. Perfect. Like his age. Yeah. He looks 
Look at that, dude. Exactly how yeah. Thrawn should look at this time and his mannerisms and the way yeah. he talks. Oh my god, the voice. And the, the I mean, part it is that the voice. It, it's yeah. jumping ahead, but the part where he's like, "That is unfortunate." Like I was all. That's it. That's it. It's Thrawn. <laughs> What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality for those who may have so <laughs> Thrawn's Come first on. line, Thrawn's first line so in live action good. is probably the sickest I've ever heard. What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality for those who may have I don't know, man. So good. What a Spinning's monster. a cool trick yeah. is a pretty good line, too. But we'll... <laughs> And they made his eyes glow, but they weren't glowing like backlit glowing. They were glowing like reflective, like like a cat would have reflective eyes. It was just just enough. He's perfect. Oh, dude! And then when when Morgan introduces Balin and Shin, and he's like, "Uh, General." They're like, yeah. she's like mercenaries. They're mercenaries. <laughs> He's like, ah, Balin Skull. It's like, ah, so you're General Balin Skull, the Jedi. And they oh, yeah. all look at the witches like, ooh, ooh. It's a cool story. He's like, uh-uh, <laughs> not anymore. And he's like, perfect. I'll just it's leave like, you all here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, by the way, we brought yeah. we brought a prisoner. And he's like, oh, man, really? Who is it? Yeah. He's like, he's oh, like, it's just Ugh. somebody, somebody yeah. named Sabine Ren. And then yeah. he's like, oh, He's like, ah, yeah. A familiar name. Go find your buddy, and then you guys can all die here. Brings her out. <laughs> and then, so so we know Thrawn is not just a simple, like, the way he just releases her is obviously not what is actually happening. There's more to it. Because uh, well, he lets her go. He gives her, like, a mount. He gives her provisions. Gives her all sorts of stuff to, to go and find Ezra. If he's Which is quote, why unquote, he's letting her go, alive. right? He's like, yeah, go find Which, him. Well, he's Bring got three out of days. So from his perspective, he's got nothing to lose. Like He's like, sure, yeah. maybe she can find Ezra, and then maybe we can just kill them all. Yep. But he's he's not leaving for three days, right? Uh, right. So <laughs> that actually that brings me to a theory but that's, that I had, yeah. and I'm going to play it here in a second. Um, well, I'm telling you, whoever's building these TKs are going to have a pain in the butt with that red... <laughs> That red fabric. I've done a wrap it around you. You're wrangler, wrapping. Just, wrangler yeah. just like, hey, yeah. red ribbon. So are these like rat horses? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. Uh, the best line was when, was it the Enoch? Enoch? Was, oh. What's the guy's name? The gold-faced Enoch. dude? Oh, Enoch. Where he's like, Enoch. die well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the best line. <laughs> die he well. Would, he would, they were like, Proper, yeah, like, here's your weapons, gives them the, the blasters and the saber. Your traditional TK clicking, none no. of that. The, right here. Dead. Dead. And he's like, die well. Oh, no. When all of these they guys dead. die, when all of they these guys clicking. get killed, they're all going to poof into green smoke. Like Thanos? Mm-hmm. Like Ezra did in episode yeah. four, was it, Remy? <laughs> Which stuff? Like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, boom. There comes Sabine out with all her armor. Riding that pony. <laughs> it's Ride a rat, rat horse. He called it a, howl, a howler. Rat horse. Ride Ride howler. Howler. <laughs> howler. 
Which it, yeah. These guys are like cool. Dog. And then these these samurai bandits. Samurai like kind of scaly armor. Uh, awesome, awesome armor. Yeah, they have like red leathery. Somehow armor. she got the job done. Surprising. That looks very Star Wars. See, looks very Mobius too. Sur- Dude, yeah, she got shot a bunch of times too. And <laughs> ping pong, ping pong. She did better with the saber ping this ping. time than she did with her All that. blasters. Yeah. Hardly, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, she took him out quick once that saber came out. Great warrior. <laughs> Okay, yep. so she this is did. this is the part that I was going to ask you guys about. So they're unloading coffins, uh, coffins, uh, or they they call it what do they call it? They call it a, a, a I was trying to figure storage out or something. Cargo. They just called it cargo, but they're yeah, they're unloading all this cargo from the Star Destroyer, which this is the stuff that they said would take three days. Yeah, from the catacombs to the Star Destroyer, right? Yeah. Oh no, vice versa, or, or vice versa, maybe. I'm no, not it's sure. going in. Right? Yeah, because because appar- they're going. Yeah, it looks into like the Star Destroyer. Oh. That was the deal. Is the the Darthamir witches wanted that stuff? We want to take. Like we want the corpses. The galaxy. Maybe Load them up, stormtroopers. But it's going to take three days to fill the whole. So here's what I'm thinking: ton of bodies. That's the army, which are probably going to be. What if they're filling up those coffins with dead Knight Brothers? Oh, um, like Maul's Maul's. Like everybody from the catacombs, right? So dead Knight Sisters, dead Knight Brothers. Those are just anybody dead that that. Yeah, I mean, because they can use them to make them into an army. Knight Sisters. You need an army. We will find out. I just think they're going to be stormtroopers, more stormtroopers, frosty, or uh, night troopers. <laughs> I can't. I mean, this is. I can't even talk about it because it was so good until these parts. But this was Dude, uh, the, this, Ninja Turtle showed up. Yeah, she she yells at her howler. Yeah. It was Ninja it was funny. Turtle. I chuckled at this scene. It was ah. it was okay. You got to remember, yeah. yeah it's got, there's got to be light it was moments the too. Feel good. The, the horse thing. At least you're cool. not getting a filler episode. Yeah, you're just was, getting a little bit fine. of a filler. I just, scene. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. So I moment, right. S- right. Joe snidey remarks. I don't know what they're doing with Sabine uh, as a character. Uh-uh. She's just, yeah, how you can take Thrawn. Who's like a perfect representation of what he was in rebels. And she is just like, there was plenty of good stuff in this that, for me, that overshadowed it. But I don't. I just, her character is just. I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been documented that she's she was told by Filoni not to watch. Like specifically, when she asked about her character, yeah. and if she should go watch Rebels, Filoni said no. Just make it your own. Because they needed to make her. <laughs> she probably should have watched. But I mean, she's not really the G focus, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not ruining it for me. For me, it's just like, oh yeah, they did that, so they could do this. I think it'd be different if it was like the main character, like the main character that was on. Well, she she was so different in season four, though. That's why she was such a leader in season four, and now she's kind of like back into. It's to me, it's just you know, it's it's the kid attitude, the dialogue and and actions they have to do to get to the next step. So. And the good stuff's outweighing the, that for me, but you mean this good stuff, the rock lobsters for sure, dude. Yeah, these this little feel aliens, good moment. Yeah, so cool. They were sweet. I got, like 
They're like, oh, rebel, rebel. I got major. When, once we saw their village, I got, I got major uh, uh, Hobbit vibes. Yeah, from them. totally full on. Dude. I mean, even look at his outfit, dude. He looks like a Hobbit. Escargo <laughs> wearing like Hobbit, <laughs> Hobbit costumes. Like, pretty. Those are cool. You got to have cute little aliens. And they got their they little like trailers. Yep. Those are mobile though. Look, they this got guys, Amazon on. Yeah, those guys trying to get. Like, trying to get free cable. <laughs> yeah, trying to get free cable. Trying to see that or Burning Man, <laughs> one or the other. Went, went to the, uh, the swap meet to buy that little uh, little converter for fifty yeah. bucks. So little black box cable. Yeah. And who do we run into? <laughs> Space Jesus. <laughs> Ezra, MF for Bridger. <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! With his chainmail. Hello, lady. He looks Ryan. like a. Good day. Were you guys expecting them to yeah. kiss? No. Was that just me? No. I don't think it's romantic. He, he did a good job, though, with all the Ezra mannerisms. He's I all, don't think they're, yeah. Uh, he did all the, like, he did all the Ezra <laughs> stuff. Yeah. He, I knew it, I could it count It felt like, like seeing Ezra flash forward. Yeah. Yeah. They're it like brother like and sister. He sounded like Taylor yeah, Gray. It did feel like. His it, voice yeah, was good. Absolutely. His voice did sound right. He now. sounds like and Ezra he, Bridger. And you know he why I don't, like I'm not that. so big on, on like, oh, sorry, go ahead, Amy. No, it's a stupid hotel lad. I, he he he'll, looks he'll like, shave and stuff but he looks sure. like his dad, like in the photographs of his dad from in the show, because the dad oh, had a beard. Dang. He looks just like that. Go back and look at that. It's, it's he almost oh, he almost looks shoot. like that Canaan photo That's right. that they altered. The, um, yeah, old Ezra photo. Holy huh? cow! Nice, what if uh, nice what if it's like space like Terminator? He is his dad. <laughs> no. You know what I'm thinking, man, and may, and maybe maybe it is Sabine some... just acting the way she's supposed to act because, like she she failed to find him, and then what does she do to give up to find him? Like she's, I think what we saw in season four Rebels, it's a different it's a different development for her for this character. Maybe I'm no, I'm maybe I'm just trying to make excuses for it, but I I'm okay with it. Like I don't I'm not expecting her to be the. Oh dang, yeah. What's that? Good. Is that? That's not from Rebels. Oh, That's... John's holding up a picture of Ezra. Is that Ezra? It's an it's an edit essentially with Kanan and Ezra mixed together. So that's an artist like That's their baby. And it's Ezra with long hair. It's AI. <laughs> sure. I'm just kidding. They yeah. had a no, baby. it's not AI. <laughs> I, I guess know. it is Ezra. technically Photoshop. No, Ezra uh yeah. It, it's an Ezra's edit that looks been like out on an the old Ezra. Burning Man doing DMT just hanging out. <laughs> He's like, ah, you found me. He's been coming. He's my been raving. Shit. Finally, he's been raving with the yeah. Ninja Turtles took longer than usual. Uh, this scene was great, dude. He's gonna be mad when he finds out. He's gonna be mad at the game. We get back to the Night Sister Castle, and the mothers inform Thrawn that uh, there's another Jedi approaching. And in classic Thrawn fashion, mm-hmm. he already knows it's Ahsoka. And then he tells Morgan Elsbeth, I need every piece of detail you have on her. Because he's going to do... Houston, we have a problem. Everything. <laughs> he's going to do the class... He's going to do the, the recently the deceased. Is, he's, he doesn't know who Ahsoka is. He knows of her. But mm-hmm. I think that when he finds out every piece of detail on Ahsoka, he's going to use that against her with the whole Vader thing. Cause he's one of the only guys that knows that Anakin is Vader. 
Mm-hmm. And he did this because he worked. We know that from the books? From the book, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they choose to use that Bring that forward. In this. Right. Yeah. Gosh, he's so good. He's so good, man. He he's is so calculated. So good. He's so good. That's it. That's it for he's the show. age appropriate. Yeah, but yeah. That's it. He, He's so good. Yeah, that's the scene, right? Dude, he play play the line where he's like, "Ah, that is unfortunate," or whatever. It's something like that. What was first just a dream has become a frightening reality for those who may oppose us. Really, two episodes left, guys. Those witches, man. That's what I'm talking about. Is this going to tie into the movie that Dave's going to do? I mean, this is going to end in a giant cliffhanger, right? I and then the movie's like going to massive. I predict. I predict that two. the ending shot of episode eight is them is them hyperspacing we'll them back to to our to the to the known galaxy. And then it's the movie and everything. So That's when everybody shows up. It's Avengers, basically, Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they they nailed it with Thrawn and the Night Sisters. That to me is what made this episode for me. It was Those cool. night, I was really hoping we were going to get Night Sisters and dude, a ship. There's just so many neat parts. Yep. All right, uh, let's quality see. Star Wars. The freaking sure. line that Huyang says, "My gosh, it's just yeah, that got me. That oh. got me for sure." Long time ago in a galaxy, like, uh-huh. and like I like I said when I rewatched the last episode, and the end where she was going off, I just man, it like threw me back to that Empire thing, and I was like, I appreciated it more the second time when I really like saw that tie back, and that's Dave, that's the magic of Dave, because so much and of Dave this is built towards, you know younger fans that grew up on clone wars and rebels and that tie back is dude in the music i got it's i gotta like say a, like when you think reward. about all the, the on the music side all the composers heavy that have touched star wars so obviously john williams you can never compare anybody to john williams but then you look at ludwig you look at michael you look at all the different composers whether it's rogue one whatever they did a good job good job Secret sauce. Kevin Kiner yep. is probably like he is absolutely paying honor to the man, John Williams. Yep. Like in every which way. Yep. It's gotten so much better from Clone Wars and Rebels and everything that he's touched. Yeah. Ahsoka definitely so far hasn't hasn't not had a bad or a not I don't want to say bad. Every composed music piece has been just a banger like this yeah. whole series there hasn't been one that's mm-hmm. been like ah oh, you overlook it like every time you're like oh mm-hmm. haven't missed they haven't missed recently all no, of the Andor star wars good. Like, they're all good pretty, but this solid. this particular soundtrack like Heavy. what's been the work that's been put into this is is it feels like john williams yeah, yeah. like wrote it it does feel like he wrote it but my, my uh along with that last episode when Jason's sitting on the cliff with Chopper and they come flying back 
with uh, Ahsoka and everything, and it has a little bit of the the OG Star Wars yep. music in it. Yep. That scene gets me. I was like, oh, that's so... Like it's the not the same. The cloud, Empire just, Strikes Back flying through the clouds. It just music has, and, yeah. has the OG music just laced through it. Yeah, it's and, it, so and it goes... It goes back to the intentionality of when to use certain themes to 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 pull from emotions that we have feelings to this stuff going back decades yep and and being allowed to tap into that music Ooh, it's beautiful thank you dave thank you kevin thank you to all the costume people thank you to the homies that have been working on all this stuff it's beautiful Yes, we're spoiled. We are spoiled. spoiled. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So we we have a question from Rocket Girl Workshop. Oh, big winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she Um, did win. And she asked... How does your personal life interests influences um, or adds to your builds? Like like your personality, like everything that you do outside in real life. How does that influence your builds? Anything you've done in the past, uh, anything you've experienced. Personal life interest influences even your personality. Or do you keep it completely separate? Uh, I think it, one of the personality traits that I have is that I tend to go head first on, on any situation. Uh, <laughs> so that's why I get characters like Wrecker, like Paz Vizsla, uh, just muscle meathead dudes <laughs> that kind of just like they, 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 uh, blow everything up, see what, you know, shoot first, ask questions later kind of thing. They have a physical presence for sure. Like, you know, they're there. Yeah. Hmm. I'm impatient, but that has to do with my building. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. 5% infill. 5% infill. I've watched like people put up sweet weathering techniques of, the putty and you carefully place where you want the weathering and then you paint it and then you peel the putty off. I just paint it and then just like rub sandpaper and files and throw it. This is quicker. This is easier. So is that, is that like speed? Is that how you look at like other things like, like speed fast, get, get what I want to go and then go to the next thing or, or is it just with building? (sighs) That's just a building thing. I don't know Mm. the other, that's a, that's a deep question. I don't think I have any personal life any, interests. I mean, personality. Off the top of my head, it's like building is part of one of the interests. It's not like I mix because I know I used to draw a lot when I was a kid, but I didn't. I don't know if you know. It's not like I'm. I'm. I'm not into like design. I'm more into physically, like with my hands building stuff. But I. Uh, I can't think of anything that would like translate over to. Like I'm kind of like Brian too. I'm a bit impatient. I'll 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 mess stuff up more often than not because I touched it <laughs> too quickly. Time, or yeah. 
or, or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, or yeah, did something I wasn't supposed to, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that is. Uh, I'm not necessarily impatient with other things. It's just more that I think, I don't know. That is a interesting question. Ramey. I think Ramey's having internet problems, so he's laying I'm low. Just, I'm just staying quiet because oh. I can't talk without okay. a problem, so I'm good. <laughs> All right. You're here with us in spirit, buddy. Fantastic. He's here. I think That's for me, um, when I was doing my Mando, like the other stuff that I built are all animated. So it's got a it has to have a certain look, and you're going off the CRL. But with the Mando, it's original. It's an original character, and so, um, and it's supposed to be a real thing, right? And it's real. And so I remember yeah. when I was trying to do the battle Bad damage action. or whatever. I was, I had pictures and close-ups of some of my real like Mitch helmet, my my armor and stuff, and just seeing what the up close looked like and like what would look real. And uh, and it's no judgment to some other Mandos that have tons of battle damage, but I'm like, that doesn't look authentic to me in what would really happen. Maybe in outer space, maybe in Star Wars, and maybe in their headcanon, but based off of like the way I think oh. things would really get damaged, I'm going to make it look like that. So I really worked hard to make it make sense as if this thing was... Did exist at one at one time, so that's probably the only time I've really brought something that I've actually experienced or lived in or whatever into real build, I guess. But yeah. Oh, and then I got one more question: Who are the makers that inspire you? Alpha Ignition. <laughs> Dang! Why are you steal my answer, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well you guys yeah all, uh, all of you guys have uh your own qualities that are very um sought after and and admirable um even though brian thinks he's too you know impatient all, all of you guys have very good qualities in terms of building that people can look up to and there's a few others i one dude i just want to shout out christian martinez at 3d print underscore fanatics he he does some of the cleanest clear coat and beskar paint jobs uh, that I've seen on on the planet, really, um, just super clean. Uh, he is very inspiring. It's kind of depressing uh, at sometimes, but uh, he he is really, really, really good. And I I mess with him sometimes. I'm like, don't you get tired of just like, you know, perfect paint jobs? Like, oh, you know. Yeah, he's all modest too. So no, but but yeah. he's amazing. It's insane. I he he inspires me a lot. And there's there's many more Bl- blade and props as oh, well. Dude, he he yeah. does a bunch of really cool stuff. And there's a lot. Um, he he's i'm using there's, his there's his so grease many, as reference there's so many but yeah go ahead people obviously we all we're, we all vibe off each other so that's a given um i really like um and i don't even i don't even like absorb anything this person does as far as integrating that into how i work but it just impresses me what he does but off earth daryl he's his like I feel like yeah. the dude's just constantly like pushing and progressing and advancing and any sharing and any shares, Schooling people, you know, and the way he shares <laughs> is funny too. He's like, listen, you want this? This is what you got to do. Like, he's just very, 
he's so like this is what you got he's just a character too so like that i daryl's handle is off earth 3d off earth 3d yeah yeah he's yeah great dude just met him at Dragon Dragon Man, and it was so awesome to meet him in person yeah he's like told great him he's tutorials. A bit seven feet tall yeah his tutorials are insane um <laughs> I mean, there's so many good ones. Like oh, we've already talked about Colin in the past, um, Odd Viking. Yeah. Dude, but, Colin. The, but this with the, this one young. Oh, he's one of the best. He's one but of there's the this best. There's this other one who's like I would say, pretty up there too. Um, his name is Rourke, and he goes by Art Wizard Creations. Holy cow! Absolutely. Like so he's consistent. He's been super consistent lately. And the, and the too. builds are not the same. Amazing. Like they're constant. He's constantly pushing it. He's doing favorites. There's a lot of Ezra in there. There's a lot of like Rex in there. But then, mm-hmm. He's a yeah, great, great it, Ezra. It, and um, just this, incre- like when I see those posts, I I zoom in. Like mm-hmm. I want to see the detail, and I'm gonna find it. It's just it's just awesome to see. So yeah, yeah these are cool. Shout out to Rourke, Art Wizard Creations. Great page. Wow, he's got cool stuff. Yeah, he's, he's such a good, and he's yeah. Go follow him. I just did. There you go. Mine's Raimi. Like, seriously, well, honestly, our I mean, own Echo. From from the moment that I joined uh, Star Wars costuming, yep. Raimi. Like I remember walking into Raimi's uh, uh, <laughs> office one day at his house, and I was like, "What is that? Is that a three D printer that I've heard of?" And it's just like going off on the side, and it was like one of those first generation ones. And I mean, the rest is history. Like every, everything that everything that I've I've done in 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 costuming, it's usually started because Raimi did it first. And I'm just trying to copy him. So uh, he's helped us all through lots of things. You guys are gonna make. You guys are yeah, going to make me cry. still does. And I can't even <laughs> say anything back in a reasonable period of time with this damn Wi-Fi. And you can't even react in right. real time. We won't see it until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Did you see Raby was we'll crying? Wait for the for the yeah, publishing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nobody inspires you, Raby? Myself. <laughs> I'd like to thank myself. He's like, nope. He's like me. I'd like to thank myself for putting in all this hard work. Anytime I do something, the nozzle the 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 list is the list is too long and i would like to think that i based on my conversations with folks cuz I, I i make sure that if somebody if i'm impressed with somebody's work that they know it so i hope everybody knows if you're listening to this and you're and i you've inspired me you know it i told you so they already know Aww. Aww. we are the world we are That's so sweet. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, if you enjoyed listening, feed that algorithm and give us a review and five stars on your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our Road to 1000 contest is underway, and there is still time to enter. Just subscribe, and you can be entered to win an Alpha Ignition helmet of your choice casted by the dad batch or yourself or yourself you can follow me at stevie.kicks on instagram sometimes twitter gentlemen let the listeners know where they can follow you brian on that note 
congratulations to the winners of the raffle that I had. Thank you all for being a part of that. That was really fun. Our boy uh, Jason Chiodo, New Hope Workshop, won the helmet. I had some uh, super cool clone walkers. Lacey won that. Saturnine Sweetness. And then I had a bonus thing where I had this big, tall Inquisitor toy that I've been carting around for years. Sally, Rocket Girl Workshop. So thank you guys for being a part of that. And John helped out. That was fun. And offered up our road to 1,000 I didn't help. subscribers. If you live in the area and you want to come with John and help learn how to slush and gush your own, own own helmet, get your friends to sign up. Like and subscribe. We can make it happen. We, we can make it happen. That's right. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Leave an emoji. Whatever. Yeah. Put a piece an of onion. cake. Whatever. You know. Sans <laughs> onion. John, where can listeners find you? Alpha Ignition on all the socials. Awesome. And uh, Raimi? TheDadBatch.com And Joe? DadBatch.com Alright, thank you again everybody for listening to episode 58 of the Dad Batch Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 59. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. I had a chance to talk to a man who lives out here. He told me he actually heard the plane as it was flying past his house and crashing nearby, but he didn't know what it was. I'm almost October the 6th, I'll, I'll be 72 years old. Randolph White retired from his job at the paper mill in Georgetown 10 years ago. He lives in this house with his wife in a very rural area of Williamsburg County. Well, it's nice and quiet and peaceful, and I don't, I, I don't have to worry about people no. no. Close up tight. You know, I like space. He loves living about two miles away from where he grew up. Normally, it's pretty quiet, but on Sunday afternoon... I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, saw that between a screech and a whistle. I said, what in the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house shook. White says he didn't realize it was a plane at the time, so he didn't call anybody. The first thought came to me, I said, must what, see the meteorite coming out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane, it needed to be reported, but the thing was flying just too low. So yesterday evening, I said, the helicopters, I'm out here walking, and choppers keep flying around. I said, well, somebody, somebody must have robbed a banker, killed some people or whatever. So I walked up there, they told me it was about the plane. The F-35B airplane wreckage created an extensive debris field. The wreckage is located off Old Georgetown Road. Military security is very tight with numerous red and white signs on the side of the road that read, no trespassing. This area has been designated a national defense area. Just through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Because the church right up there, about a half mile. About a mile of Old Georgetown Road will be closed for an unknown period of time. Anything man-made can malfunction, you know, so you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what 
really happened. You know, it, it, it shouldn't be kept a secret what happened because, you know, it could have been a major disaster. In Williamsburg County, I'm Raymond Owens. Count on two.